QC Pod is a production of the Queen's Podcast Lab. For more, visit queenspodcastlab.org. This is the QC Pod, a podcast about the people, projects, and ideas that make up the Queen's College community. I'm Eden Yala of the Queen's Podcast Lab. This week, I sat down with Queen's College Data Analytics graduate students Habiba Aziz, Esther Gennaro, and Rachel Ramfall to speak about their recent win at the UNICC's first global hackathon, Data for Good. Coming up next. Congratulations, you guys, and thank you for coming to chat with me. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Of course. So you guys are all data analytics graduate students at Queen's College. Why don't we start the conversation by talking about what data analytics is? It has many definitions. Data analytics, like everyone has their own set of definitions. But to give you a general gist of it, it's basically uh, to gather raw data and um, manipulate it, play with it, and provide useful information out of that data, which which is helpful uh, or beneficial uh, in terms of decision decision making. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I want to add that uh, it's like using empirical data. Uh, for reasoning, problem solving, or decision making. It refers to numbers that are used to describe data or relationship. Uh, the important thing is that you can uh, make conclusions based in data-driven uh, analysis. So you will get better actions. I would have just added something out. There's a few different types of data analytics. I think like a pretty good broad definition would be it's basically the process of analyzing raw data and trying to find trends to answer some questions that you may have from your data set. Got it. Interesting. I had no idea coming into this. This sounds super cool. Hackathon, like (laughs) I'm into it. You guys are the winner of a global hackathon sponsored by the UN. No big deal. So what exactly is a hackathon? What does that entail? Well, a hackathon is a competitive event in which a large number of students from all over the world, in this case, competed to work in teams to make a decision project to answer a challenge. So like hackathons, like not only the UN does it, like different companies can do it. So usually it's just a short competition hosted by a company or organization where they'll bring a whole bunch of programmers together, well, for our case, like data analysts, and we'll come together and work on a project that they give us. And it's usually a very short period of time. So people are just working on the clock, trying to figure out what they can do and what they can create. So I think it's pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah, to echo with Rachel and Esther, you can work with other programmers. It's like they are kind of brain brainstorming or picking up what you know different sets of people um, can uh, come up with solutions. What different sets of people can uh, provide uh, solutions? Like, let's say if, if they are um, working on that short in, in that shorter span of time, if they have such limited time, what sort of uh, solutions they could come up? So, just to echo what you guys are saying, correct me if I'm wrong. A hackathon would be promoted by any company and they bring problems that need resolutions and then programmers for a set time to go through data and analyze what the resolutions to these problems could be? It's not necessarily data. It could be any coding challenge. Like hackathon is basically like coding skills, where you implement some sort of uh, analytical skills. It's not like confined towards data itself. In a, in a broader general sense, it's more as like there could be a Java hackathon, there could be a mapping hackathon. So it depends on a particular field. UNICC mainly deals with uh, United Nations data itself. So that's how they come up with this idea of uh, bringing in 
uh, students from all around the world globally uh, to come up with solutions. They, those are related to data itself. Got it. So tell me about your entry. So our challenge was on data visualization. So we decided to focus on gender inequality because for the UN's challenge, they wanted us to look at um, kind of their progress over the last 75 years. So we decided to focus on gender inequality, you know, being an all-women's group and all. <laughs> so that's what we did. But I'm going to let Esther take it from here because she knows that part really, really well. We found that gender equality was something that we have more to, to do with it at, at the first moment. And also because we are women in a data analytic world that I don't know, but I think most, there are most men on it right now. So well, we had the challenge to find a storytelling. They ask for a storytelling we have to, to tell a story about the topic we chose. And that was the challenge. Because there wasn't so much data about that. So we had to look in open source data. And so that the story was about, first we focus on what is the accomplishments, what are the accomplishments for the, from the United Nations. And we found that uh, they have a, an agency, United UN Women, that is a global champion for gender equality. And it had dramatically increased year by year its revenues. Then we focus on how United Nations perform in regards to gender equality in their own staff distribution. And we found that few, fewer that than 50% of women, 44.6 women, a percentage of staff are, uh, are women. Uh, but only 38% of director staff in United Nations are women, compared to 86% in the UN Women Agency. So that wasn't, so we wanted to look at also how the company is distributed, distributed their staff position by gender. And finally, we studied about what are the challenges we're facing now, gender equality. And we studied about migration, inequalities, um, law, and also law and legal framework inequality for many countries in the world. That's really interesting stuff. Did you find that you gravitated towards this topic because the minority of data analytic students and researchers are women? I think so. Hmm. That's really interesting. So I guess in closing, what advice would you give to a student who is interested in data analytics? To keep practicing, for sure, because not to give up once it feels difficult, because I think it seems difficult to everybody at first trying to maneuver all the statistics and learning a new program or language, especially since there's so many different kinds you could use. But um, definitely to keep practicing and being curious about it because I think everyone finds it difficult at first, but like most things, it gets easier with practice. And there's so many online resources available to help you every step of the way. So just take advantage of that. And as long as you like continue being curious about the data and learning from it, you'll stay motivated to keep working at it. Yeah, to uh, chime in with that, I would say don't give up because we were at a point during this whole hackathon process that we were about to give up and uh, the data set was not that that ideal to you know to work with. That's how real data data set you know exactly is. Never ever give up and just keep you know keep keep going. I would like to add that maybe uh, the good thing about data analytics is that it can be applied to many fields. So whatever field the student is passionate about, he could find a place to work on this field with data analytics if they got the skills. 
and also it's a step to pursue uh, for their uh, PhD education or other goals. They are it's good practice and good knowledge to know about this field of data analytics. I just want to loop back on what something you said, Habiba. You said that during the process, you guys were close to giving up. <laughs> what happened? I think we were overwhelmed because going in, you know, we I think we expected a more ideal data set to be working with to answer the question that they gave. And it was a little difficult to maneuver it, but we decided to keep going because we're like, you know, we don't want to be quitters because that's not who we are. Like, even if we're going to give them something. Yeah. We're going to work and we'll give them something because we don't want to not turn in anything. And we ended up um, finding data on our own, like Esther mentioned before, that they didn't actually intend for us to use, but it was provided by the UN. That's awesome. That makes it even more impressive. It was like challenging because I remember we were five group members initially and two of them, two of them were computer science students. So they gave up. They were like, okay, we're... We're not going to work. <laughs> and then it was just the three of us. And we had like less than 12 hours. Around. So uh, that was a stressful time. But we submitted something. We were like, okay, for the sake of submission, let's submit something. You guys didn't just submit something. You guys won. <laughs> That's so impressive. At least we know now that we can, we can pull it together and do what we need to. Yeah. Wow. 140 other students you were competing against. 13 different countries, only a limited amount of time, a limited data set, and you guys won. That's super impressive. Congratulations again. Thank you, Thank you for coming to CHOS. You've been listening to the QC Pod, a podcast about all things Queens College. The QC Pod is a production of the Queens Podcast Lab. For more, visit queenspodcastlab.org forward slash QC Pod. Our show music is Lake Monsters by They May Be Giant. The episode was produced by Eden Ayala. Our head producer is Lizeth Moreno. Our show heads are Jason Tagaw and Joseph Cohen. I'm Eden Ayala. Thanks for listening. Thank you.